Hey, it's your friend Renee and welcome to the It's In You podcast. Now, who has suffered from some bloating before? If you're sticking your hands up in your air, you are not alone. I am somebody that suffers from bleeding, or have suffered from bleeding, and I have done lots of different things in the past. I really have started to find the key to helping helping my tummy and my gut. And sometimes there can be times I still get bloated. I got bloated the other day. And these new things which got me looking more into it and these new things that I've found out, I'm really excited to share with you and to help you in navigating your bloat and to get you to understand that we are actually in, you can do a lot about it. You're in charge of your own health. And I really feel that the more that you can take charge and control, that you can make big, big changes and feel amazing. And I really just want everybody to feel as much energy as they can and to feel as good about their body as possible. Now, I had a party on the weekend. We were at a party and, you know, then the next day I felt so bloated and I was trying to wrap through my brain as to what had I eaten that was different. So what was different that had changed because I just felt so yuck like the next day. And I probably had a few more drinks than normal, but I'm quite careful about the choices in drinks. I didn't really get a chance to eat any nibbles because just the way that it worked out. So I couldn't quite work out why I was so bloated. So it got me into doing some research. Now, what is bloating? So, and the first thing is like, I'm quite aware of when my tummy feels bloating, but only from experience. So only from things I've had in the past. I remember years and years ago, a long time ago, before children, I remember starting to cut out on dairy, to reduce dairy. And I realized I was having a really milky coffee every day. And I realized that I had this bloat feeling that I didn't even know. I just was so used to it. Like I was so used to it that yeah, it was just it was just normal to me. And when I'd cut out that dairy, then I was like, oh, my tummy actually feels really, really different. And then I realized that I'd had this kind of gripping pains in my stomach and I'd had them all the time, but I again was just so, so used to it that it was just normal to me. And that was kind of my first insight into, oh, that there is something that you can change in your diet and do something about it. I've had clients in the past who, like, I, I can kind of tell from looking at the tummy and I'll say, do you think you feel, like, does your tummy feel bloated? They'll, they'll be like, no, I don't know. Like, they hadn't recognized, you know, that, that they were bloated, again, because they were so used to it. So bloating is generally when your gut bacteria is unhappy. And it's really the symptoms of, it is symptoms not just of what you ate, it's the symptoms of, of a bigger problem. So your gut it's really being said to be known as your second brain. And they say lots of our health and everything is comes from the microbiome bacteria that is in your gut. So it is something that there is lots of more information coming out about it and something we should become more aware of. The first time I really got introduced to seeing stuff with your gut was when I was training and there was a mum and it was a little boy and he was about three years old. And he was quite withdrawn and he had really bad eczema and he was allergic 
to everything, allergic to the grass, had to watch the food, if he allergic to animals, anything. And he, so he would kind of just sit in, his, in the pram, put it over his head and put the cover over his head and just sit there. And the mum was really lost with what to do. She was totally lost and she had tried everything. And she had went to, eventually she somehow got onto a naturopath. She went to a naturopath and she did an elimination diet and then they fixed his gut and then they slowly introduced our foods in. And this boy went from being a really withdrawn little boy that used to like cry. The mum hadn't had any sleep at all because she was just exhausted. He used to have to have bleach bath because for the ex when he used to have to sleep in a suit because he would scratch himself, which would make him bleed and, and cause sores. So she went from being that to this little energetic little boy that would run around and he would he would run, he came back to the classes and he was running around and he was like He'd be like, hey, look at me do this. And, and he was so full of life. I probably would never have believed it if I hadn't seen the transformation of this little boy. So, and this would have been probably 10 or so years ago. So it's definitely got me more into always looking into your, looking into your gut and seeing more about your gut. So your bloating is when your gut bacteria is kind of mad at you. <laughs> and uh, it's not always just food related. So there can be other things that could be causing you to bloat. So what I want you to first think about is start to recognize is, are you bloated? Number one is, are you bloated? It's summer in Australia here. So if you're going out more, going to different parties, all of those other things, if that is where your life is at at the moment, uh, you know, more late nights, all of those things, then, you know, we want to start thinking about, you are feeling really bloated, like you're Clothes don't fit, your pants don't fit you anymore. That you can't put on, you can't put on that much weight in a couple of, in a week or a night or whatever, then I would definitely be looking at bloating. So we want to start to learn the difference between bloating and putting on weight. So as always, I am a fan of the scales. The scales measure, one unit of measure to measure your body, to measure where your body's at. I think it's important to weigh yourself regularly. I had someone come to me yesterday. Actually, they said to me, I weighed myself and I've realized I put on four kilos. And I said, hold on one second. I said, have you ever done your waist measurements? He said, yes. I said, go back, check your waist measurement. So if this is you, I want you to, if you get on the scales, you realize you've put on a little bit of weight. Do not panic. Number one, if you have your waist measurement and you know your waist measurement, check your waist measurement against your previous ones. Because if your waist measurement has stayed the same, but the scale has gone up, then, you know, it could be water retention, muscle mass, could be lots of things. Okay, that's the first one. Number two, think about where your cycle is at. Okay, where is the cycle? If you have getting your period, you're most likely would be weighing more. And I can hear people already, if are saying you are menopausal, at the end of menopause, any of those things, going through menopause, on the pill, you don't know, you still have some form of a cycle. So just start to take note of when it happens and you'll be able to see a trend in your body. So think about where your cycle's at, take your waist measurement and just see. Remember that scale is only one unit of measurement. It doesn't define you, any of those things. So, but use it as a use it as a tool to start to work out what is going on with your body. And also, if you've eaten salty things, you might 
I've done a whole podcast on this, but if you've eaten salty things, you might be retaining more water, any of those things. So just start to note that. So we want to learn the difference between when we've actually put weight on and when we are feeling bloated. Okay. So feeling bloated is it's a really uncomfortable it's a really uncomfortable feeling. But as I said, for me, I had felt bloated all the time, but I didn't recognize. I had just become the norm now that I'm really, really aware of it. I'm really aware of the foods that make me feel bloated. And now I look, I, I, don't, I don't eat them or if I do eat them, I go, ah, oh. like I said, as I felt bloated on the weekend, I was really trying to rack my brain as to what it was that did make me feel so bloated. So some things, so some symptoms of that your gut's not 100% happy, symptoms of bloating uh, can be burping, farting, feeling constipated, retaining fluid so these are all signs that your body would be inflamed okay that's inflamed and that your gut bacteria is kind of not happy at you to seeing how important our gut is they say that 50 percent of your dopamine and 90 percent of your serotonin in your body is created in your gut not the brain and most people don't understand that in order to control your mind we must also look at changing our gut and the gut determines so much of our mood cravings and of your your mood cravings and it, it just it's the thing that's going to drive you to be feeling better so let's start paying attention to the signs of what your body is telling you so some things that can cause you to bloat that you may not realize so the number one thing is is, is obvious is food so we want to look at the food and there is no right or wrong. It is what is unique to your body. So we are all different, but I want you to just start taking note of the foods that may cause you bloating. The most obvious ones are lactose, so your dairy. So the the lactose in there, and I, I definitely know that's something that affects me. And okay, so they're very obvious ones. And then your sugar. So that's your three kind of main foods. Now they say that you can do food sensitivity tests, but the biggest, the best and most effective test is doing an elimination diet. Do FODMAP, there's different apps for that that can help you, but it's eliminating things and then reintroducing them one at a time and then seeing how your gut feels. And it is the best way to be able to see how your gut is responding to this. Now, some other things, so that, that's one thing. So, so start looking at your food. For me, I definitely know that dairy doesn't, it does play with my stomach. So if I'm eating too much dairy, you know, I don't, I don't eliminate it, but I don't really, I used to years ago, drink lots of milk, but I definitely don't do any of that. I still eat some, some things, but I am mindful of if I have too much cheese or things like that, I can definitely feel how that plays on my gut. Now, what happens for me is I don't, because I've realized it plays with my gut, I don't feel like I'm missing out. Like I make the choice not to eat it anymore because, because I'm not enjoying, I don't enjoy the feeling. I don't like when my tummy feels hard, where I feel uncomfortable to stand or to sit. I just don't like it. So I don't want to do it anymore. I don't feel like I'm missing out. Some other things that may cause you to be bloated is things like chewing gum as probably something that you didn't realize this was something new that i've learned is chewing gum 
can cause you to bloat. So the chewing and the air coming down to your stomach is something that can cause your tummy to not feel right. I don't, I don't like chewing gum, but my son thinks it's, and I don't like it for other reasons as well. I feel like he gets an attitude when he chews. But my son and my husband have probably the last six or so months just started, my husband started buying chewing gum a lot more and giving it out. And my son complains, Cooper complains of a sore tummy. And so is my husband. And I was speaking to him before saying he had been to the dogs, his tummy wasn't right. And that's what I was saying to him. You know, this could be a contributing factor. So I will report back to you on how we've gone when they eliminate the. So your digestion, it starts from chewing. So when we start chewing, you're getting the air in and that's getting down to your stomach. So that can cause, that could be something to cause you to blow. The other thing with chewing gum is looking at, they have lots of those artificial artificial sweeteners in there so back in the day they used to have sugar now they don't have sugar they have these artificial sweeteners and lots of them are not great for your gut and and I went through a phase where you know didn't have sugar but had all these other ones and now now I just really strip it back to but go back to basics because you find that lots of those types of things can tend to play on your gut so start looking at chewing gum any sparkling drinks so this is something that I don't drink a lot of, you know, but you think you're doing the right things by maybe having soda, but the carbonate, you know, that they use to make the soda or the, the, the soft drinks or any of those things, that stuff plays with your gut. If you've had a party or you've been out or you've drunk more than you normally do, you know, so think how does that sit in your stomach? Okay, how does that sit? And it's all, it's all kind of a trial and error for you and just see how things are working now the other things that can can play with your gut and we think we are doing the right thing but but fiber we need fiber and fiber is really important but if we have too much fiber all at the same time that could be too much for our gut to process so it's too much for our guts to pro, our gut to process which and then cause it to bloat this healthy type of food like you know broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, all of those things, they, it could be too much all at once. So just look, and again, trial and error, see what works for you. But, you know, think about, and the other thing is, is raw food. So, so when it's raw, their food is harder for your gut to digest. So take a look at that. Take a look at that and see how, how it makes you feel on a night, you've, you've had a night out. When you think about it all, and we start to play it out, but this is why it's so important. You can control all of this stuff. This is in your control, and you can make these changes. I'm not saying don't go out. I'm not saying don't drink. I'm saying make different choices. Be mindful, but you can see how, when all this adds up, how it can play havoc on your gut. And I, I really look forward to reporting back on how it changes my husband's gut because that's will be really interesting maybe you're chewing gum before you go out extra drinks and you might be like yeah i'm doing the right thing because i'm having you know a vodka and soda but that's still you know oh yeah i've chosen the raw broccoli that was on the platter over there i've made that choice you're doing that and then you wake up in the morning and you might feel a little bit hungover and then you think oh i'm gonna take an aspirin or a brewerfen and the thing is that 
they can also cause your bleeding. We think we're doing the right things, but all these things just cause extra stress onto your gut and it adds up over time. Your moods and your cravings, they are all connected to your gut. We really just want to start looking at what we can what we can eliminate as to what's not making us feel right. And the other thing is that when I'm bloated, I can look like I'm pregnant. I can look like six or seven months pregnant. It's not It's not a nice feeling of clothes that you normally have, maybe don't fit you, but they are things that you can look at changing. I would look at doing a food, you would look at doing a food elimination diet, which is just getting rid of the food, slowly introducing. I realized that I had cashews and they bloated me something crazy and they made me feel gripping pains in my stomach. What is your, in, if your instinct's telling you something now, you think about this and you can tell something that you know straight away you get those bit of pains, even if you love it, just take it out of your diet for, for a week, for a month, just see how you feel. Take it out and then reintroduce it. Now, why I like this is because when you re, what's happened with me is when I reintroduce something and I realize how it makes me feel, the reason to eat it is not because of I don't want to have any more because then I realize how much, how, so I don't feel like I'm missing out. I realize I don't like how it makes me feel. So I, I don't really feel like I'm missing out. Um, some other things that you can do is for, for bloating is to make sure you are giving your tummy a rest. So we need time if you're eating, you know, you want to give it a rest from eating. So, so the body can look at, if we're digesting little things all the time, it's not having a rest to to fix anything else in your body, and and you know, like I said, so then it's kind of overloaded. So so you know they, I'd suggest ideally to give your tummy twelve hours of rest. Let's say the average person, so any little bit of food that passes your mouth, you know your 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 body then still has to digest it, so it has to do work to digest it, which means that it can't work on anything else. It can't work on getting rid of damaged cells. It can't work on, you know, getting rid of fat or anything else. You've just got to give it, you've got to give it a rest. So look at giving your body 12 or so hours of rest from your food you know, and, and just see how you feel. And they say that the average person is eating, is eating for over 16 hours a day. And if you really go back and think about it, first thing to do, get up in the morning, have something to eat and then they go and eat throughout the day and they have their dinner it depends when you have your dinner if you're someone that has your dinner late like I know we have dinner early with my kids but lots of times depending on life my husband might have his dinner later and then because he doesn't eat as much during the day he gets night time and then he goes and snacks on things so he might be eating until he falls asleep you just want to think about giving your tummy that little bit of a rest to settle I was always somebody that was really, really against fasting. I didn't do it, but I, what I think is how I was taught was, was wrong. And I have been fasting in a different way. And I really, really enjoying how my body feels. And my body is enjoying it. It feels really, really good. And you, you are aim for once a week to stop at, to try to get 24 hours of fast. I had supplements that I take along the way. But that is just to give my body a rest. Anything after 20 odd hours, you are into autophagy, which is when your cells are rejuvenating. 
So that's a whole other topic, which I'm not going to go into, but what I want you to think about, are you giving your tummy a time to rest? If you think about the caveman days, we did not eat 24 seven. We didn't eat for 16 hours a day. We, there was times where they could not get food. So we need to be thinking of looking after your body in that way. We want to uh, give your body a rest. Now, other things that can affect your gut, not seeing natural light. So, you know, that is like resetting your body. It is letting it know it's time to wake up, start processing, blah, blah, blah. So we want to make sure that you're getting out. It's suggested that the earlier that when you wake up in the morning, if you're able to go outside into natural light, how much your body really will love you for that. They say that fitness the best probiotics that you can do is exercise. Your gut loves sunlight and exercise. If you think about your morning, if you want to give your body your 12 hours rest from eating, you want to fit some a half an hour of exercise in the day. That could be half an hour of a walk. You want to fit that in and then have food that your gut loves. Then you are, you know, well on the way to getting and to eliminating bloating. So yeah, so the best probiotic that you can uh, give yourself is exercise and your gut loves sunlight and exercise and it reduces the short change fatty acids which tend to calm your body and they make your body and your gut. So that's what we want to be thinking about. You know, I just want you to take some of these tips from today, see how it makes you feel and take note of your bloating. Like I said, like I, I can't put my finger on it yet, but I think it's actually a combo of things. The other thing that can lead to bloating is poor sleep. Sleep is the number one thing that I would look at focusing on. So poor sleep tends to lead to poor food choices. We've not had that. Sleep is when the magic happens. So if you're not sleep, getting enough sleep, your body is not having that time to work on other things, getting rid of that inflammation, repairing your muscles and all of those other things. We want to look at sleep. My weekend there, I would have had more alcohol. Alcohol, your body sees as poison, so that's harder to digest. It's harder to digest. I'm really aware of wines. Give me a headache instantly. I'm aware of what I can and can't have. But still, I would have had more alcohol than normal. So this is what I'm there in the alcohol, there was soda as well. So that was a busy, that was a busy drink. So that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have been great. I had probably four hours sleep. So I had four hours sleep. So that definitely would not have helped my body <laughs> at all. And some of the food choices that I would have made the next day when I'm thinking about it now being things that might probably wouldn't have helped my gut. So, so you can see and they're probably more higher in sugar. And uh, so, so there's a, there's a few combo of things there that may have caused me blue and I was really uncomfortable and I just, I really, really don't enjoy that. The other thing is that on, did I have, I'm trying to think, I did have some raw carrots and stuff. So maybe having, you know, with a combo of everything and some of that raw food was was maybe too much for my gut. But like I said, it's a bit of a trick. So now I've brought it back to my attention, I've become more aware of it, I'm going to think about it and I'm going to really think about how I handle it next time. 
I've used somebody that suffers from bloating. So I want you, if you're someone that suffers from bloating, take, you know, look, take your body's reminder that you can do something about it. I really, really believe that your body gives you little, little, little reminders all the time of, you know, things that maybe it's not liking, things that, you know, it maybe needs some, you know, that you might be need to do something about it. There's some little niggles and we need to start to pay attention to it. If we don't pay attention to it, your body's going to remind you in another way. And the next time we get a little bit bigger and then it reminds you again and it's a little bit bigger. And if we keep ignoring it, it is going to force you to stop. And I've seen that happen time and time again. So what I want you to do is to start tuning more into your body. Recognize if you're bloated. Recognize, start putting the pieces together. Is this when this started to happen? Oh, okay. Then then get it out of your diet. Try Then try to add it back in and see what happens. Because then you, that, the only thing is we are all different. Our gut bacteria is all different for us. It's unique to you. So there's no, there's no one blanket rule. But, you know, start with the obvious things, you know, lactose, glucose, gluten, all of those things. Start with them and then just start to see how you feel. Gauge it, write it down, okay, and you will notice a difference. And you can make, you can make a huge difference, huge difference, and we can get rid of this bloat. You've not had to diet. You might have had to eliminate some things, but you could put them back in. But you've not had to diet. You've not had to restrict your food, you know, and you can already have a flutter tummy. So if this has helped you, please let me know. I'd love to know. If you've tried, if you get to try some of my tips, try them. And uh, I would really love to hear how you go. And if you think this would help someone else, please make sure you share so then we can reach more people and we can help more people. All right, I'm going to love you and leave you today and I will speak to you all soon. Okay, bye. I hope we've been able to find this information of use to you. If you know someone who might be, enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and ensure that you subscribe so you can be the first to know when new podcasts are released. If you have the time to leave a five-star review, that would be amazing and it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks so much. Have an amazing day. Speak soon.